COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, folks. So we're going to start off the episode a little bit differently this time around. Um, so I got I got mail from friend of the show. I took out all the identifying info, so I don't want people seeing my bidness. But um, I got a I, I got a package from friend of the show, Bill, from the website Smoke Out a Republican. We had interviewed him earlier this year about why cannabis is so stigmatized among conservatives. And we've touched, we touched upon a, a lot of different topics, you know, you know, you know, governors in various states being against it, even though they're, you know, late X, late Gen Xers, early millennials, them being against it, them being like, oh my God, it's, it's bad. Oh my God, we have an opioid crisis. We can't legalize. Oh my goodness. 
Um, we have to think about the message sent to children. Like, why are conservatives so fundamentally threatened by cannabis? Like, do they do they feel that that they're gonna lose voters um, legalizing this wedge issue? Do they feel that they're not sticking it to liberals hard enough? Like, we asked a bunch of different sort of questions about this, and um, he's been a great friend of the show, and he sent us this package of of stickers that we're I'm gonna open up for the first time. So. Bear with me just one moment. Getting out this knife right now to cut it. Always be careful around shiny objects, people. All right. Okay. Opened up. All right. All right. So I'll read this letter from from Bill. So, all right. So this is April, April 27th. Sora HQ, Washington, D.C. Dear Dan, thank you so much for having me on your show earlier this year and for everything you've done to support cannabis legalization. I hope that these stickers find a good home on your laptop, bumper, fridge, bong, phone, whatever. And also hoping you do us a solid and tweet a sticker pic using the hashtag smoke out a Republican. And we're going to we're going to do that when this episode drops um, this Monday. Email me at any time at smoke out a Republican for 20 at gmail.com. Now, please go get baked as fuck your pal, Bill Hill. All right. These are the stickers. I'm going to put this on a bunch of things. Give me like a bunch of different sizes. Look at this. So this is like his logo. Banners. I got four bananas when I smoke out a Republican. Four bananas. So this sticker over here. Like this tie-dye one is pretty cool. Smoke out a Republican. I think what else needs to be done. And um, again, maybe I'll bring this up to Bill. Like um, I want to have him again at some point. But... I think we need to smoke out cops because cops, like cop unions in, in, in conservative states, purple states, they're holding up progress. And even in blue states, like in, like they've, you know, here in mass here in, I mean, in New York, they, they try to be like, oh, we can't legalize because it's, it's, it's going to create more high drivers. It's going to, you know, ruin our ability to search people. It's going to ruin our ability to make overtime off a of plant. Um, Cop unions are some of the biggest obstacles in a lot of states that have even considered medical or, 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 or low decriminalization. So I think there needs to be a smoke out a cop sort of organization too, because a lot of these cop unions, especially in my next door um, state, New Hampshire, they strong arm, they strong arm politicians against supporting any sort of reform. Like, like I talked to you about how the, the current senator in New Hampshire, the current U.S. senator, um, Maggie Hassan or whatever, like she, like from, from people, from other people I've talked with and from other sources I've, 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 I've gathered, like when she was in the New Hampshire legislature, like she was actually okay on the issue of cannabis. Like she wasn't terrible, as terrible as she is now. You know, when she was, I believe, a state senator, she was fine on the issue. But then when she became the governor, she she bent the knee to the cop unions. Um, she threat like um, legalization bill a couple of years ago. I want to say 2015 or so. Um, it passed the House. And a lot of sources I've talked to often say that, you know, most of the time the, the, there is enough votes in the Senate for it to pass. And legalization and decrim report reforms have passed in the House for, for, for a long, long time. It's always the, the obstacle is always the governor and it's always the state Senate. But a lot of people believe that even 
you know, even if there are Republicans in the state Senate or even if it's democratically controlled, whatever, that there are just enough votes to get it over to the governor. But again, these governors, they bend, they bend the knee to the cop unions. They get intimidated by the cop unions. They don't want to destroy the quote unquote small town feel of the state. They don't want to bring in too many mass holes. They don't want to urbanize the state too much or change too much. So again, the, the, the kowtow to these cop unions. And again, alcohol is a big industry in the state. Um, their state liquor stores um, are some of the cheapest in the Northeast. And you know, they, they pocket a lot of that revenue. So big alcohol, I would imagine, is is lobbying to keep the plant illegal. But yeah, I mean, I think we need a smoke out a cop sort of organization. I, I feel that that would do wonders. Yeah, all these stickers that he sent are pretty, pretty awesome. Let me just show you some of them again. I'm going to put a bunch of them after this episode is done on some things. But um, some... Other things I want to go over before we, we, we close out. So I'm going to read something from friend of the show, um, Joy, Joy Re, 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 Rolando. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right, but pretty big friend of the show. He's been pretty supportive of what we've been doing. He's a pretty frequent commenter. Shout out to him. So in that episode where we talked about um, if there are so many pro-cannabis Republicans, why don't they have any power? Um, he was talking about how in South Carolina, where he lives, um, state Senator Tom Davis, who's been spearheading cannabis, uh, medical cannabis reform, he's been quarterbacking this and talking with, 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 you know, with the cops and allaying their concerns, talking with other conservative lawmakers and allaying their concerns. And from, again, from... I think he did like a Q&A earlier this year with with, with um, some other on-the-ground people in South Carolina. And he was saying that there is enough support that um, they could override um, McMaster, who the gov- Governor McMaster, who's an ardent opponent of the plant. They have enough to override him. But, um, but, but Senator Tom Davis has been using his political capital as a conservative to get this done. So again, shout out to conservatives that put aside their personal beliefs and and do what the voters and the taxpayers ask them to do. So shout out to him for actually trying to fight on this. So I'll read what 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 our listener said. So South Carolina State Senator Tom Davis is a Republican who has fought vigorously for medical cannabis. He's been trying to get a bill passed in South Carolina for almost a decade. The other Republicans and a few Dems have resisted every step of the way. And then my response to that was, is he a legislative leader and can he offer to not campaign for obstinate fellow party members for re-election? And I also mentioned that over 51% of conservatives support legalization, and this should be reflected in the makeup of their state legislative bodies throughout the nation, but it isn't. And he responded by saying that, he is not, but he negotiated with law enforcement and most opponents. One senator objected to the bill being debated on the Senate floor. Senator Davis has begun talking and negotiating with the objector. So name and shame Senator Greg Hembry. So screw Senator Greg Hembry for blocking medical and for blocking progress. So he was he was one of the barriers that blocked it from from 
getting through getting to the governor this year he, he blocked it he um so yeah he blocked it so sander greg hembry of myrtle beach blocked it so they're gonna have to try again next year but let me let me continue reading the comment so he began talking and negotiating with the objector sender greg hembry of myrtle beach but it seems that the objection of effectively kills the bill for this congress senator davis will have to start all over in committee next year Senator Hembry's objection was cannabis not being FDA approved. Oh, that is rich. All these like conservative governors and all these conservative lawmakers throughout the country are like, oh my God, mass mandates are tyranny. The government shouldn't tell people what to do. Duh, duh, duh. It's evil. It's tyranny. The, the government is putting microchips in the mass. They're, they're trying to control us. Yes, I don't trust the government. Our, our government is sketchy and I don't trust it either. But no, mass mandates are not tyranny. Um, but they were spending all this time saying that the government, the federal government, can't tell them to to mandate mask mandates or whatever, or that um, the government can't tell them what to do with gun laws or whatever. They'll spend all this time huffing and puffing their chests about this. But then they defer to the federal government to say, oh, well, the FDA says it's not legal, so we can't do it. But I, I, I thought you were against federal government. I thought you were against your four states' rights and four states being laboratories of democracy and setting their own policy and giving the finger to the federal government because of the Tenth Amendment that, that, that allows states to have a lot of control. I, I, I thought you were for states' rights. Like the, these, these prohibitionists, they're not, they're not consistent and, you know, their, their logic is bold. You know, they just don't like the plan. They don't like the people that use the plan. They'll throw out their principles to continue prohibition and continue serving the law enforcement, to continue sucking up the big alcohol, to consider, continue forcing their Protestant Christianity down the throats of, 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 their, of, of, of the voters in that state. But again, so hypocritical because they ignore the federal government and every, anything else. If Biden does modest gun control, they're I bet you these these states are going to be first in line to be like we're we're not we're get, we're we're going to ignore these laws or whatever that the federal government is setting. So Senator Hembry's objection was cannabis not being FDA approved. Neither are vitamins, but thinks. They're they're in oh, Jesus Christ. These 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 fossils they need to be smoked for good. They they absolutely positively need to be smoked for good. Um so let me cover the remaining things on the docket right now. All right, so I'm not gonna read this whole article, but Louisiana House approves marijuana decriminalization bills as other reforms advance. So decrim is gaining a lot of legs in, in Louisiana. Louisiana legislature and the most notable thing I want to highlight is that they're want to say excuse me so the Louisiana the Louisiana House of Representatives this bill didn't get approved by a little bit it got approved by a lot so shout out to the conservatives actually doing actually fulfilling the will of the voters in Louisiana right now so again this isn't out of the woods yet it has to pass their senate which Probably gonna probably gonna face a bit more opposition there. Then once it passes their Senate, it'll get to Governor Bell Edwards' desk. But this isn't this decrim measure in the Deep South did not get approved by a little bit. 
in the house. It got approved by a by a, practically a supermajority, by a lot. 67 in favor and only 25 opposed. This is how it should be. This is how it this is how these votes should be going. It should be reflecting the will of the electorate, which most most again, legalization is over water in all 50 states at this point. Decrim is even is 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 in an even better position and uh, again, I mean, I this is how these votes should be breaking down. So again, I'm not I'm not going to read this article. And then there's one more thing I want to go over. So, um, so a Republican has proposed a a um a d a legalization slash decrim bill federally. Okay, so a federal bill has has. A Republican lawmaker, David Rep. David Joyce of Ohio, of the 14th District of Ohio, has put forth a a cannabis legalization bill. Now, on the surface, it looks pretty good. Um, I haven't read the whole bill, but I believe that I believe that even if Republican leadership allows this bill to get a vote, which I don't think they will. Um, again, Dems control both chambers, so again, them being able to block it won't really, won't really happen at the at this point because they control both chambers. So, I mean, it looks good on the surface. So I'm just gonna highlight the 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 provisions, the key provisions of this. So, it removes cannabis from the Federal Controlled Substances Act, directs U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I. I I think it should be regulated by the by the USDA because it's a plant. It's an agricultural commodity. I think it should, like friends of the show, Reefer Revolution have said, and you know, cannabis helps dementia, aka them. They they said it should be regulated by the USDA, and I agree with that viewpoint. So it directs the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the Alcohol, Tobacco, Tax, and Trade Bureau to issue rules to regulate cannabis modeled after the alcohol industry within one year of enactment. So again, as someone from Northern, as someone who lives near Northern New England and likes guns, you know, screw the ATF. I'm not really a fan of the ATF. I don't think, I don't think cannabis should be under their tutelage. And I think they're a kind of a tyrannical organization if I'm to keep it a buck. But, um, but yeah, let's, let's continue. I don't, again, I, I don't believe that they should have tutelage over cannabis. I really don't. So again, so they, so the tobacco tax and trade bureau to issue rules to regulate cannabis modeled after the alcohol industry within one year of enactment, create federal preemption to protect financial institutions and other businesses and non-cannabis legal states so that they can service cannabis companies. Allow the Department of Veteran Affairs to prescribe medical cannabis to veterans. It's good. I like that. Direct the National Institutes of Health to conduct two studies on cannabis as it pertains to pain management and cannabis impairment and report to Congress within two years of enactment. Okay, these are these are not bad provisions overall. But I but but let's say that this does advance and Republicans or this is the bill that they decide to go with or whatever because it's bi- it's bipartisan. I do think that Republicans and some conservative Dems are going to add some terrible trick bag language to these bills. And here here's what I believe they'll do. So I believe that they're going to like like we saw in Arizona. Arizona they 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 put pro landlord and pro 
um, employer provisions in Prop 207. So they made it so landlords can legally evict you if you use, or they can legally ban it on the property. So, you know, so if you have a landlord that hates the plant and hates to be able to use the plant, you don't really have cannabis rights. And they're in their right to do that. And um, they're going to put like trick bag language saying that jaw places can still have a drug plea work workplace and they can still discriminate even though it's legal that you know we have to we have to think of the ownership class we have to be considerate of the owners what about the owners what about the business owners what about them i i feel that there's going to be dumb trick bag language pro per corporate pro pro landlord language I, I do think republicans and some conservative democrats are going to weasel things like that in i really really do so Again, I mean, this is admirable, but we got to watch for the other shoe to drop and for the, for various strict bags. But again, I don't want to keep this episode too long. As always, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore IamCannabisSativa and on Twitter at IcySativaPod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.